pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Right now, 12.06 on this uh, sunny Tuesday. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I want to welcome in everybody that's tuning in. We call it the Noon Report on Facebook Live. In just a moment, we're going to speak with our friend Terry Gorman because, folks, the New York Post broke the news. We This is uh, moving rapidly. We have people out at Quonset. I do think I'm going to be there later tonight. Uh, Terry and I have talked about this. We're going to talk. Terry Gorman, hold on just for a moment, folks. But remember, on this sunny Tuesday with the breaking news um, on this October 19th, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This is perfect weather to improve your home, improve your property, and the people that can do it for you. Folks, Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And they have everything from wonderful mums and kale, assorted colors, pumpkin straw, cornstalks, gourd sugar pumpkins. Look for them on Facebook. But they're locally owned Shop local, family-run, great service, quality merchandise. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Worth the trip and stock up. Fall decorations, gift certificates are available. Folks, people are asking me, Juan, what can I get you for Christmas? I would love a gift certificate from PR, Landscape Materials. Girls and Garden Center. I would absolutely uh, love that. Well, folks, um, good afternoon. Now, we're going to have a report on this on the website, topetro.com. At topetro.com, we do have the story where Governor McKee's going all in uh, with the illegals, without question. But just how much? Well, the New York Post broke the news last night. Biden secretly flying both underage illegals in New York in the dead of the night and also... Fox News breaking it this morning, but there's also a lot of young guys in their 20s. And folks, joining him on the line right now, simply because he and I have talked about it, uh, you can see it at the website, topetro.com. And don't forget, topetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. There's a Brood Awakenings near you. I love Brood Awakenings. Folks, stop in, support them. Cranston Pontiac Avenue, Bald Hill Road, and Warwick Fullica License. Downtown Providence, the brand new one, it's beautiful. And then also, uh, two in Johnston, it's Brood Awakenings. But joining us right now, folks, and again, there's a link on the website, is our friend, the uh, director of Ryle, Terry Gorman. And Terry, you know, it's funny, uh, you and I have talked about this for a while. I've had different people that live in and around Quonset saying that there are these late night flights that arrive. They have charter buses right there. And Terry, now the New York Post breaking the story. It's not our imagination. This is people from the border that they are flying in at night and then dispersing to all different communities. Yes, John, you're 100% right again. The, uh, there are over 30,000 of them that they're sending across the country. Yep. So if they're sending them, if they're sending them to New York and, and sending them to Florida, too, which I'm surprised at with the governor 
Lanier is going to do something about it, I guess. But don't you think that that they must be coming here? They have to have been coming here for months. Oh, because yeah. the governor, the governor actually is in support of illegal aliens. Yes. He told, he told, he told the, the president of the United States he'd take as many as we could afford. Yep. I mean, they, they said that out loud. So, so why wouldn't they be coming here? Yes. And then every day there's another benefit for illegal aliens. So you don't think that that travels throughout that community? And, and one of the things, John, when, the, when the, those people are being distributed across the country, they, these are only the young people that are doing out. But they're telling people where they want to go. They're yes. telling people right. who they want to go with. How do they know where they where they where they want to go, where there's a relative and all that stuff. It, it, it's, all, it's all bogus. And is anybody vetting the people that are picking them up wherever they're coming from? I mean, you know that they're going to Dorcas International and uh, the Catholic Diocese of Providence. That's, who, that's who's picking them up and distributing them across the country. And one other thing, John, with this, there's just a, an aside to tell people that this is out in public. The fellow from, I think it's uh, New Bridges or something like that, the Haitian organization. Yes. He said, he said publicly that 50 plus Haitians are hiding out in Providence. Yep, I've heard that. That just came here. Yes. 50 plus. And he called, he called them refugees. Yes, that's they're, right, They're not Terry. refugees. They're illegal aliens from the border. Yes. From that big Haitian rush that yep. came, came across. And why do... Why aren't people up in arms? Why, why won't the rest of the media go uh, look at this? I mean, well, hold on, Terry. Hold on. Now, you go back to the spring. You remember it started. Vice President Harris came here for no reason with now Commerce Secretary, former Governor Raimondo. Do you remember that? They came. Yes, there was no yes, agenda. It puzzled even the national press. Like, why are we even in Rhode Island? The week after that, President Biden came to the area. Now, all the time. Presidents always land at TF Green, except this time, if you remember, because I do, Biden landed at Quonset. And it seemed odd, right? And Governor Governor McKee was there to greet them. And Terry, right after that, I started hearing from people saying, you know, that live near Quonset. And they know, um, gee, last night, you know, a flight arrived at midnight. And then a couple days later, someone said, yeah, a flight arrived at Quonset last night, 1130. And I thought maybe it was cargo. And they were insisting, no, I'm telling you, there's people that are getting off these planes. And Terry, here's my thing. If you're Governor McKee, if you're going to, and, and I, by the way, I've reached out. They say, oh, no, you got to talk to Homeland Security. So Homeland Security won't tell you anything. They then kick it back and say, no, it's the state. Terry, here's my thing. If they want to do this, how come it's not being done 12 noon, broad daylight, TF Green. What's getting me, and much like the New York Post had to go undercover, is this, you know, 10.30 at night, 11 o'clock at night, uh, cover of darkness, a lot of young men in their 20s getting off these planes. Terry, what gets me is just the sneaky element of this whole thing. Yeah, well, they they don't want it it to be made public. Yes. And, John, I, I go back to my question. Why isn't the local media doing something? I since since we talked, since we've been talking about them at Quonset. Yes, I've I've contacted every single investigative reporter in the state of Rhode Island and asked why, and I don't get any answer of why they're not investigating that. And I asked them about the Haitians. 
Why are the 50 Haitians, according to the director of the Haitian organization, hiding in Rhode Island? If they're, if, if, if they're as he claims, they're refugees. They're illegal aliens. This, we're going to wake up one day and find out that we're overrun with this. The, the schools, that's the place where we should be checking to see how many new arrivals there are in Providence, Pawtucket, and Central Falls schools. Yep. Yes, and 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 that will tell us how many people how many people are coming, and you know if if it if in fact they are. Well, Terry, let me let me address the media thing for for a minute. And again, folks, we're speaking with Terry Gorman. This is good afternoon. It's Sean DePetro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, this stems from for Terry and I for months and weeks. I've been hearing stories of people that live near Quonset, telling us that flights are arriving late at night. People are getting off the flights. I thought it was cargo. Terry had talked about it. The New York Post just broke it, that the New York airports, they're not going into, for instance, JFK or LaGuardia. They're going to, like, the Westchester Airport, folks. They go to smaller suburban. They don't go to the main airport. But, Terry, here's what I've been told by some of the television people. They look at a changing demographic. They look that Rhode Island is basically being pumped with Latino population. And no one will, you know, address the elephant in the room that there's, there's no way all this Latino population is getting here legally, but the media won't come out and say that. But here's what I've been told about television. They're already starting to get ready to pivot where they want, even if you don't speak English, you can watch Channel 10 in Spanish, in all different languages. Television is locally now, they're trying to pivot to get that audience. Since they want to get that audience, they don't want to do any story that they feel might upset them. Therefore, they won't do any stories about illegal immigration. Well, and that, that's absolutely a crime, John. But you and agree it's to... accurate. That that explains yeah, I, why, because otherwise, yeah. well, how come yeah, no one has interest in this story? I do, John. I think it all started a really long time ago, and people say, oh, come on, Terry. It started when press one for English. When we started doing All right, that, I, I don't want to get off, because I don't want to get off track no, here. No, because when you say it started a long time ago, here's what we know. Under President Trump, that wasn't happening. So let's just focus on they're dispersing them to different states. You know, yesterday, was that really needed to have this big... You know, show of here we are and you get in-state tuition regardless of immigration status. You and I both know, Terry, that makes no sense because, number one, they don't pay taxes. Number two, what does that mean regardless of immigration status? If someone was born in Rhode Island, that doesn't apply. This is to act as a magnet to get more illegals to move in and settle in Rhode Island. I, I agree, and I've said it for a long time. That's how we broached it when we fought against it for since 2006. We fought, Ryle fought against that in-state tuition thing. And, and let me tell you something, John. I'm just putting an email together. I hate to admit this, but it, it starts off with, sorry, but I'm throwing in the towel and have a picture of a big blue towel there. This in-state tuition thing is the first thing. The next thing, when they come back, they're going to tell you that we have to hire 200 people at the registry of motor vehicles yep. because there are so many illegal aliens yes. applying for driver's licenses that we can't handle it. Yep. Because when they come, if they come here, if, I mean, 50 Haitians, how many of them are adults oh. and able to drive? That's the They're first wave. Have have driver's licenses. That's the first wave. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the first way. They, they're going to have to have driver's licenses. And what about all the rest of them? They're going to have to have driver's licenses. And they're just going to give in to that. And and there we are. And if you if you watch the, the like you just said about the the uh, announcement yesterday, just look at the people that were in in attendance at yeah. that announcement. It's it's terrible that all of those people are gain, have gotten support now by this in-state tuition thing. They've been they think they've become empowered now, and all of the all of these left-wing progressive politicians are going to jump on board, and you'll see even more benefits for illegal aliens to entice even more to come. And we're not talking about John. When they're talking about distributing across the country, we're talking about thirty thousand minus, right? They're yes. not talking about all the adults that they've distributed Huge. across the Huge country. Huge Yes. And, and a lot of young, you know, a lot that. of young guys. This business of these are children at the border, that's not accurate. You're getting a lot of guys that are 20, 21, uh, 22. Yeah, yeah. Now, Terry, I'm looking right now at a story that the Boston Globe put out that says more than 660 people living outdoors in September in Rhode Island. And it talks about... The homeless problem and lack of affordable housing. And then they say that doesn't even include the people escaping domestic violence. And there's this big shortage. But, Terry, nowhere in the article does it address what Dr. Fine had said and you mentioned. And tell people right now that are listening, how many families are living in some of these apartments in Central Falls? Well, according to Dr. Fine himself, the former head of the Department of Health in Rhode Island, he said that three family houses in Central Falls are now housing six to nine families per household. Yep. Per house. Now think of that. Six to nine families yep. per house. Per house. Per and Terry, a couple things about that. Number one. Uh, how about the fact down in uh, South Kingstown, they, they Narragansett, they're saying URI kids more than three can't live in a house. I mean, think how yeah. we did. That's a house, by the way, not an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. But in the Globe story, you know, they mention this woman and it's, you know, she gave birth. Suddenly she's homeless. Uh, she's trying to find an apartment in Warwick. It's twenty three hundred a month. Here's the thing, Terry. Could, you know, twenty three hundred a month for a single mother that with children. Listen, that that's a lot of money. But no one mentions if you have you know, six or seven people or all these illegals contributing, then then this single mother can't compete with eight people crammed into the same type of apartment. They're far more easily able to afford 2300 a month. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and according to Dr. Fine, John, that, that's just Central Falls that he, right. he mentioned in the article. Just yes. Central Falls. But he also says <clears throat> that Pawtucket and, and Providence uh, basically just as densely populated as Central Falls. Yes, that's right. So, so that means if that's the case, all the three families in Pawtucket and Providence could have six to nine families living in them. Yep. And we're doing that now. The governor says he needs 500 more affordable houses. Oh, my God. And, but if, if we have these people living on the street and you have 700 people on a waiting list for, for uh, shelter, shelters, where are they going to put these people that are yeah. coming here now? But, Terry, here, here's another part of the equation that the media won't tell you. There's a huge business in Rhode Island that a lot of these growers, people that, that want to grow cannabis, they don't do it in their home. They they use 
somebody's triple decker low income section a type housing and they use those for grow operations a lot of times when there's a fire in providence the reason there's a fire there's no one home is it's a huge grow operation as a matter of fact in Pawtucket. They uncovered that they had a huge grow operation going at the former game theater, if you remember, just in the last month. So what they also never address is if they if Governor McKee, if he then, you know, buys and gives out 500 more units for, quote, low income housing, what they don't separate is you have all these cannabis marijuana growers. They grab them up and they use them as places where they grow their product. So. Again, no one is dressing, addressing what the real issue is between the growers and the amount of illegals, and they take up all the low-income housing, and no one enforces it. That, that's why now with, with all of these people being flown into Quonset all the time, wh- where are they going? And wh- how yeah, come we're not being told? And communities don't even know that they come in. And you know, when That's it's- my question, John. But <clears throat> people, have, people have already emailed me and said, where are they going to put these people? If there is no, if there's 200 people, uh, two, I thought it was like 225 people uh, living on the street currently right now, and then there's 700 people on a waiting list, and there's a bunch of hundred or other people in some other category, already all homeless. Where are these people going to go? Yes, and I'll guarantee you. Sure, my name is Terry Gorman. Yep, that. Dorcas International, the Catholic Diocese of Providence, and the Rhode Island Foundation will find housing for those people, all of those illegal aliens and and the people from Haiti that they call refugees, and the 150 refugees that uh, uh, the governor invited to come to Rhode Island. They'll find houses for them, and those Americans will still be there'll still be 200 people living on the street. That's right. There'll still be 700 people Americans waiting for uh, housing, uh, shelters rather. Here's the thing, Terry. We called it. We're going to try to get more information. You know, as we're speaking, I'm getting email uh, from people that a guy said, you know, he he was living in Newport in August and he could hear these military planes arriving at night in Quonset. He didn't know who to call. Uh, Who do you call? You know, that's one of those things. I don't blame someone. You don't you don't call the police because it's not like there's been a crime. You try to call other people, you can't get an answer of what's going on there. But yep. my yep. thing is, it's not our imagination. The, the media is incredibly, there's lack of curiosity with this story. Um, Terry, one more thing before I let you go. I'll tell you how far things have changed. And folks, again, with us is Terry Gorman of Ryle. Terry and I noticed several years ago that at the local media would stop mentioning immigration status. And Terry knows that a lot of local police, when I would ask, you know, there was a man arrested, blah, blah, blah. And I would ask about his immigration status. The media would even say, you know, no, the, the excuse me, the police would say, you know what, John, you're the only one that ever asked about that anymore. Almost like it's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. But Terry, I'll tell you how bad it's gotten. I have a story about this on DePetro.com. At Providence College, Last September, there was a student who, a man, uh, they put out like a warning to students on the campus and said it was a dark-skinned male who approached this student and was maybe trying to sexually assault her. Uh, There was a language barrier. He didn't really speak English. So they put that out as a warning to students. Terry, as a result of that, the head of campus security basically 
was forced out of their job. And going forward now, this is how crazy things have gotten. Providence College will no longer provide police with either gender or ethnic descriptions of suspects. (laughs) So you hear about all this crime around Providence College, and it is a problem. But the problem is, if you look at the media report, they'll say... A group of men <laughs> approach yeah. two female students and threaten them. So be on the lookout for a group of men. Terry, how, how is that a description of anyone? A group of men. See, they will no longer say they were young Latino men. They were young black men. Maybe they were young white men. But yeah. a group of men harassed. They won't say even a lot of times the gender of the student they were harassing. So you don't know, is this like a group of young black guys harassing young white students or whatever it is and they also won't get into gender as well is they were uh doing something with a student but they won't say male or female student like terry this is how crazy that they are more concerned about potentially offending uh the criminals as opposed to you know keeping people safe yes 100 percent again john yeah you're Every day, I see it every single day. My wife says, "Terry, how do they how do they get away with this? How does this happen? Why aren't why aren't why isn't somebody doing something about it?" Yeah, and your hands are tied. I mean, look here in Rhode Island. To go as high as you could go in Rhode Island, you got the gubernador, and then you got these four idiots that represent us in Washington. Yes, and they're all in favor of all of this. Oh my God! They would be standing by the by the provost that. Providence College congratulating them for, yep. for, that, for acting like that. What about URI? I'll guarantee it's even worse at URI. I don't know. I'll guarantee it in Rhode Island College, the same. Well, I'll be, I bet you it is. I, I know you, at PC. I bet you they can't do a, any of it. It's a problem where, you know, they'll report to the police and they'll say one of our students was approached by. They'll say three individuals and they say, all right, can you give me a description, male or female? We'd rather not say. Uh, were they yeah. black, white, or Latino? Well, Oh, we'd rather not say, all right, so we're supposed to just be looking for three individuals. Like, boy, that narrows it down. Yeah, we should be able yeah, to crack yeah. the case pretty quickly. Instead of, you know, it's so ludicrous. Instead of saying, you know, two young Asian men, one tall, one short and, and chubby, uh, yeah. robbed a bank and escaped in a red car. They, they won't. Now they'll just say two individuals uh, left the bank. Uh, left in an automobile. I mean, it's a, this is ridiculous, Harry. Like, who who are you protecting? Are you trying to keep the public safe, or are you trying to teach a class yeah. on political correctness? Yeah, and we and we try we do things to try to keep the public safe or support things like that. And and we're called racist and yes. bigots and xenophobes uh, and, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, you know the people that stick up for for the average citizen in the United States. It doesn't yep. wear. There's something wrong with us nowadays. It's just not fair. It's just, but I, 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 I think, John, we're on the brink of just losing it all. This, this is, this is. Uh, I mean, we're right on the edge. But Governor McKee has shown Terry he's all in. He is all in. Welcome yeah. them in. Bring them in. He's yep. counting yeah, on. You know, Lieutenant Governor Matos is going to bring him to yeah. the finish line, yeah. and next September he'll win that primary. Terry. Meanwhile, Rhode Island gas prices sort of the highest level. In seven, seven years. years. Where is the end here? There's yeah. no end. This is a I disaster. I know. So, the the, the gubernador, as I call him, hmm. is, it has become the, 
Pander in chief. Panderer in chief. Yeah. Pandering 101 comes right out of the governor's office. All right. Well, we're going to follow the situation at Quonset. We are. All right. Terry, good to talk to you. Thank you, Terry. Thank you Folks, there's our friend Terry Gorman of Ryle right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, if you haven't seen it, uh, we certainly have info on the um, on the Facebook page about New York Post. I've heard about this for quite some time. I have people that are trying to dig. You know, the problem, here's the thing. At Quonset, number one, Quonset is a secured area. So I just want to be very clear. Folks, let me also just stay on schedule. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. But I want to thank, there are so many people out there that have reached out to me. It started over the summer. And they were saying, you know, I'm telling you, I hear these flights at night and and I try to find out. No one will tell you anything. You know, suddenly everyone is is Sergeant Schultz. But I want to remind you right now at 1230 on this Tuesday, folks, you I would like you to stop in and see Michael at CBD store in Warwick, 1845 Post Road. If you mention John DePietro show, folks, 25 percent off. And there's so many different things you can get there. It's all natural. So I um, I had popped in there and Michael said, listen, Juan, when you're out and you're covering a lot of these stories, I've heard you say it's your wired and it's tough to go to sleep. I want you to try these Delta 8 gummies. Folks, It's it changes your life. I mean, it's incredible. Boom. You, if you want to get a solid eight hours sleep, all natural products, stop in and see Michael, 1845 Post Road Warwick. Also on Facebook. And the biggest benefit has been we now use CBD with uh, our little dog, Rummy. If you have a pet, and especially if you have an older pet, but I've also heard from a couple of people that the CBD for pets, for instance, that you can get at CBD store, 1845 Post Road Warwick, right off of 95 across from Airport Plaza. Now, with our little dog, who's 15 years old in human years so 105 dog years right i noticed he had trouble going up and down the back steps to the deck after 48 hours he's more relaxed he's moving better he's sleeping better it is incredible and also i've heard from people that even have younger dogs that it makes them just a little calmer so folks whether you're fighting stress anxiety pain or seizure some people use it for different pain stop in and see them 1845 post road warwick the cbd store it's all legal products by the way i would not post or promote something that's illegal but i've used it i've tried it i'm a believer and i've also seen it works on my uh dog rummy stop it and see michael you can find them on facebook in cbd store warwick but i want you to pop in and he's very generous to say i'll tell you what Juan. all of your people that come in if they mention the show 25% off. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, um, visit the website, depietro.com, and it's brought to you by the Centerdale Revival. I'll tell you, Shane does such a great job. Comfort food, cocktails. Um, Stella Sweets is also great right next door. Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence is a direct link on the website, depietro.com. So again, I want to point out, it's the New York Post For those of you that missed the story, now I recognize, I fully recognize that we're trying to get some information locally. Folks, it's not that easy. Uh, Here's, um, I did airplanes at odd hours early morning in August. Almost called police that they had any info. Uh, Military planes. But we never get them at those hours. 
Uh, very, very odd. And then I hear from people that say, you know, I, I'm telling you that these planes were arriving and um, <clears throat> that you would have these people that would basically say that they were hearing from uh, they were hearing these planes and then seeing buses arrive. And it was, you know, knew right away that there's something odd about this. And I want to go to the New York Post story. And they did surveillance. New York Post said, we're really going to look into this. And Biden secretly flying underage migrants in New York in the dead of night. So New York Post blockbuster story. And they are tracking that this has been going on. They originates in Texas. Plane loads secretly flown in. To uh, try to reshuffle them across the region. Charter flights originate in Texas. And then uh, last week, the Post saw two planes land at the Westchester County Airport. Most of the passengers appeared to be children and teens. Small number were men in their 20s. So Westchester County police stood by as passengers. Flights arrived 1049 Wednesday. 9.52 Friday, got off, piled into buses. Some of them later seen meeting up with relatives or sponsors in New Jersey, dropped off at residential facility on Long Island. So they've tracked around 2,000 illegals uh, have been arriving at the White Plains Airport since August 8th. Records show some of the planes touched down between midnight and 6.30. Two of them arrived from Houston at 2.13 in the morning and 4.29 in the morning. Think of that. So now, folks, again, it, it's, not, it's not your imagination. This is uh, the Westchester Airport. The underage typically arrived. They have backpacks, bust into the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Danbury, Connecticut. And then there's another one that stopped in Long Island. And then you do have that is true. You have Catholic charities that then uh, take them. So, but there's no talk. This, this is, this also uh, began playing out in Jacksonville, Florida, where some of them were arriving from there. And then you have different parts of the country. Obviously, they mentioned Rhode Island, which has raised their hand and said that they want to take as many as possible. I don't remember voting on this. I don't remember any, because there hasn't been. And there's no talk about this. But then if you look at what's going on behind the scenes, it's it's really one element after another in order to try to appeal to the Latino population that is, you know, finding their way uh, into 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 the state. I mean, that's just what's going on, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show. And it's not your imagination as far as uh, you don't hear coverage of this. And it's but what I want to say about Quonset is it's blocked off. Uh, they have got, you know, guards there. I know some people may not realize that. And I've had some people say, well, you know, well, what you want to do, Juan, is, you know, you should go and hop. the. No, I'm not hopping the fence. That's trespassing. I'm not doing that. Uh, a lot of the land around there you, you can't just get access to. And maybe some of you haven't been down to Quonset. I have been because we've been trying to look into this. And then as you start to get closer, you're you're stopped. You're stopped there. They have a guard there. Uh, there's different for different reasons because they have a lot of uh, goods and freight 
that, you know, arrive by ship and they take them off. So they're guarding that. And then for whatever reason. So it's not just it's not like it's wide open. It's not like you can just get down there. So there's a perimeter to it. Right. It's um, so it's it's a little difficult. It's actually, believe it or not, it's actually more secure than TF Green. You know, when you have where the Patriot plane is or when you did have um, Air Force One pulling in, you know, you can you can see it taxing. Quonset's different because they can block it off more. With TF Green, it goes right along Airport Road. Folks, this part of the program is brought to you. Speaking of Warwick, RE Kogan and Heating, it's Coogs. Call them today, 401-732-6562. RE Kogan and Heating, helpful trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. It is getting uh, colder out. As Cook says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. 24-hour emergency service. Gas boiler, oil burner, hot water tank, RE Coogan and Heating. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. It's Coogie. Give them a call. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. And you know what I love is last Friday night, They had a special event for families in the city of Warwick and one of the sponsors. And we even had uh, the woman on from the Chamber of Commerce there. One of the sponsors was R.E. Coogan and Heating. And folks, anytime there's something supporting law enforcement, Coog steps up, steps up as well. Call them 401-732-6562. So, folks, we will have stories on this uh, coming on the website, depetro.com. And, and remember, DePetro.com, which is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop in and see them. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. You have Red Sox. Last night, you had Monday Night Football. Big game. And then you also had Red Sox with the blowout. But stop in and see Dana and company and his crew. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Endzone Sports Pub. Now, um, we're going to follow up on it. It is a story. Everyone has wondered, where are they going? Right. Where are all these illegals going? How come we're not learning about it? And and Governor McKee right now. Governor McKee basically has decided that the only way he is going to win the primary for governor next September, next September, is to basically um, just totally go all in. With the whatever term you want, I'm not going to debate people on terms. That shouldn't be part of the argument. I'm always, you know, there are some people, they will never discuss the issue. They want to discuss whether or not it should be, they don't like the term illegal. So I'm not going to debate. If you want to call them undocumented, if you want to call them this business that they're Rhode Islanders, they're not Rhode Islanders. They're people from other countries that at this moment have settled into our area for different reasons. So, but they're not Rhode Islanders. They're not American citizens. Um, it, it's just, it's just not going to. Well, however you want to describe them, whether it is undocumented, whether it's illegal, uh, there's none of that. Well, they're here, but they're on their pathway. They're not. The state is protecting them. The cities protect them. And folks, a lot of people, it is become, it's part of the Democrat Party. It is. It's not fair. You pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. They ship a lot of money out of the state back home. 
So then, you know, to benefit for their friends and family. And I recognize things in Haiti right now. Gangs are running Haiti. It's the wild, wild west. But a lot of the Haitians, you know, because I get Haiti mail. How can you be so uncaring? These people leaving Haiti, actually they're not. There's thousands of Haitians. They live in Panama or they live in Mexico. And my question is, why do they have to come into the United States? You know, it's a big world. Why do they all have to come in here? You know, why are they being flown in? Why do we have open borders? And why is Rhode Island a magnet for it? It shouldn't be. Now, I also want to just read this story that broke. Um, Southwest drops plans to put unvaccinated staff on unpaid leave starting in December. Southwest has scrapped a plan to put unvaccinated workers on unpaid leave after the December 8th deadline. Both American and Southwest require the new hire to show proof of the vaccination for their first day. So Southwest has scrapped a plan to put unvaccinated employees who applied for or haven't received a religious medical exemption on unpaid leave starting by a federal deadline in December. Southwest are among the carriers subject to a Biden administration requirement uh, by December 8th unless they're exempt. Rules for federal contractors are stricter. Executives of both carriers have tried to reassure employees about job security, urging them to apply for exemptions. The airlines expect more questions about the mandate. Pilot labor unions have sought to block the mandates or alternatives like regular testing. So um, this has been a disaster for them. And what's interesting, folks, is the headline is Southwest caves on unvaccinated. Southwest caves on unvaccinated. But the Biden administration trying to push this forward, right? The Biden administration with this mandate, trying to treat everyone the same, trying to treat everyone uh, the same. In Chicago, they're on the verge of an absolute public safety disaster. Um, in the in the city of uh, Chicago. So I want to um, play. And next hour, we have a lot, lot of sound next hour, folks. Again, good afternoon. It's the John DePietro Show. Obviously, we go until um, we go until 2 o'clock. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. But I want you to understand the um, the ability to get the type of surveillance that we want at about a lot of the whatever you want to call them migrants you know as as far as the lieutenant governor and the governor they speak about them all in the same breath i mean there's no difference in the way that they um discuss them you know they just refer to them as oh you know it's immigrants rhode island's always been a a big melting pot but folks how far is this going to go you know, yesterday, Governor McKee, if you check to Petro.com, signed into law that your immigration status has no bearing on your ability to get in-state tuition rates for colleges. I think that's wrong, but I'll tell you what's missing from the equation. Yesterday, not one Republican spoke up and said, I think it's wrong. The Republican Party was silent on it. Um, how is this possible? Who's paying for it? Who pays for it? Think about it. URI, Rhode Island College, CCRI, that's all paid for. Taxpayer, right? State schools, publicly funded. And so all of these people who are not in the country illegally, 
not in the state legally, and they get to go there for free, basically for free, even though they say, well, they, you know, they just pay the in-state rate. What about people that live in Massachusetts or Connecticut, and they have a summer home, a second home in Rhode Island? They pay the out-of-state rate. Many people have a business in Rhode Island, even they live in Mass or Connecticut, and they pay the out-of-state rate. How is that fair that those individuals don't have to pay? They're, they're, they're not... This business, uh, to blur the lines and say they're Rhode Island residents. Uh, no, they're not, right? They're not Rhode Island residents. They're certainly not U.S. citizens. So, and we had this situation, it was back a few months ago, where, and I want to play it, Lieutenant Governor uh, Matto said, yeah, they're Rhode Island citizens. Well, there's, there's no such thing. Right. If you if you're not a U.S. citizen, then you're not a Rhode Island citizen. They're being allowed to come in here for their vote. Uh, no one should ever pretend it's something other than that. And it's really just to get their vote. That's why they're they're coming. That's why they're welcomed. That's why they are trying to attract them. That's why they're signing legislation to benefit them. When you think about it, there should be no legislation to benefit people that are not here legally. You would think the citizens would speak up about it. But let me just play, because I was the one that had asked the lieutenant governor back in the spring. I asked her about what is the distinction between a American citizen and a Rhode Island citizen? And she said, yeah, that's right. The people coming here are Rhode Island citizens. But as I've told you, and I would argue, I don't think there is such a thing. What does that mean? They're a Rhode Island citizen. Um, they're, not, um, they're not U.S. citizens. So how is someone a citizen of our state and they can't even pay taxes? They can't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. They may, you know, again, I've asked these questions. Let me play. This is Lieutenant Governor Matos talking about, yeah, they're Rhode Island citizens. Let me just um, play that. To ensure no Rhode Islander was left out of the critical count. Yep. So it is your contention that everyone that was counted is a Rhode Islander. Yes. Everyone that lives here in the state of Rhode Island is a Rhode Islander. Okay. And... I consider the citizens of the state of Rhode Island as they live in the state of Rhode Island, yes. How, how is that possible? I mean, they're, they're actually not. And then, folks, I had even asked, you know, Governor McKee about it, about how, how are these people, I, I don't understand, how are they, you know, paying in? So Why do you support it? Well, I think that, again, they're, they, they're clearly part of the economy. They pay taxes. They pay social security. You know, they pay into our state taxes. They're, they're part of our economy. So I look at their... Actually, they, they don't pay towards social security. Notice he kind of stopped himself on that. Um, he also talked. He said that he's not... He won't sign for them to get a driver's license. But if it's... 
he would sign it if it went through the legislature. But I think this is where I ask him, how do you hire illegals? This cheap American oh, drone Hold on, folks. I apologize. But let me, um, let me just play this. This goes back to we were even at the vets at this point. There's the worker shortage. Yeah. They said they are considering hiring whatever term you want to use, illegal, undocumented. But because they don't have Social Security numbers, uh, they seem to be running into a problem. They want to do an official. How would you advise those businesses? Well, I, I think that if they are, um, oh, excuse me, I'm not sure exactly what, what how, how would you advise them on that? They need workers. You know, they need workers. We don't want to break the law. So I mean, they reached out to me specifically. They said they reached out to the IRS and they said, you, you can't hire them. But, I mean, we've talked about, and I'm not debating the whole element of licenses, but they're here. Now your business is that. You know, that, that was a good example, folks, again, of trying to just point out the hypocrisy. They, they don't pay uh, towards Social Security. They, they don't, in fact, if you want to make an argument about, well, when they buy something, there's a sales tax to it. All right. That's certainly an argument. I don't think it's a strong one. Um, and various taxes, but they're not filing taxes. Any of any part of URI, any part of Rhode Island College. I know they could say, well, a lot of tax revenue from the state goes to pay to that. But there's a difference between your listing or watching right now and every. Every year you have to, right, April 15th, you have to pay taxes to the state of Rhode Island and pay federal taxes. Good luck to those that don't. So they're immune from that. So why should they be benefiting as an in-state tuition? I think it comes down to, as Lieutenant Governor Matto, they, they want them to think of themselves as Rhode Island citizens. Folks, we have like two competing laws. But I don't think it's fair. I don't. You have people that live in Attleboro, and they may shop in Rhode Island, and they may have a summer home in Rhode Island, and they have to pay the Odyssey tuition rate. And people that just show up here, and they're here for a couple of years, and they go to a school in Providence, suddenly they're more of an American citizen in the state than people that live in Mass and Connecticut. I think that's wrong. Folks, speaking of the Attleboro line... I want you to remember our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Call him at 401-727-1716, 401-727-1716, Competition Shooting Supplies. I was just there on Saturday. Also, look for them on Facebook. He is my gun guy. Firearms, ammunition, accessories, plus he's so knowledgeable. Stop in and see John Francis. Easy to get to. You take the last exit in Rhode Island. You're going to go exit 2A. Think of that. Second Amendment. 2A. Go past the Attleboro train station. You come up to the intersection, Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. Hang the left. He's right there. Competition, shooting supplies. And and remember, if you you could also sell firearms through consignment with John Francis or if you want to just sell them to him outright. Competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street 
in Pawtucket. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. As always, visit the website, depetro.com. We have exclusive audio. We have exclusive video. We have unique stories that no one else has because we go out. And you're entitled to the real news uh, in DePetro.com, which is, by the way, the Coesed Inn. You know, I love the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. There's the link right there at the website. They have a great menu. They're open seven days a week. Uh, the crowd is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. There's something on the menu for everyone. So, obviously, we're going to go until um, until 2 o'clock. But, folks, I think, you know, I think it's it's wrong. I think that uh, we need more opposition. I don't like the direction that that things are are happening right now. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a, a lot of pushback with a lot of this stuff. And and instead, what's going to happen is a lot of people start to, as I say, uh, a lot of people start to vote with their feet, and that doesn't have to be that way. A lot of people, this, the Biden presidency has been a disaster. You know, it started with the canceling of the Keystone Pipeline. And it, right now, Governor DeSantis and Florida ports are now open. They're going to step up to ease the backlog. You know, there are certain leaders around the country that are stepping up and trying to uh, fight for the people, fight for the taxpayer. But it starts with the sheer um, incompetence, the sheer incompetence that is right now, um, the sheer incompetence that is in the White House. And it's not going to, I don't think, it's not going to get any better. If anything, it's going to get worse. Um. Uh, and, and you don't, I think locally, I don't think regular people are on board. I know they're not. I know you're not. President Trump, as we've said, President Trump, the last president that did as well, the last Republican that did as well as President Trump, you have to go back to President Bush, 41 in 1988. That's how well. President Trump did in Rhode Island. He actually even did better in Rhode Island than he did in in Massachusetts. And it's much closer. I know some people hold out hope and believe that, in fact, that that he won the state. But for those that say it, a lot would have to be done in order to really make that happen. And starting with, I can tell you it'd be much closer than it's been. It would be much, much closer um, as far as uh, a lot closer than the way it's been. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Remember, Brothers Disposal, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. Unwanted belongings or... Maybe it's going to be either unwanted belongings or maybe uh, it's you're doing a small household construction project called Brothers Disposal Today. 
688-0517. Now offering also weekly trash collection services for your uh, for your business, Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Folks, as always, I encourage you, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, uh, which is also, which is brought to you by Surplus Provisions, this tremendous store, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They're about a mile from Garden City. Stop in and see them. They have pepper spray. They have everything you need to uh, keep yourself safe, your family safe during these uh, difficult times that we're going through. Folks, surplus provisions. Look for them also on Facebook. Tanya and Frank, I don't go anywhere without stopping in their first surplus provisions. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They have tactical gear. They have body armor. They have pepper spray. Everything you need at surplus provisions. So, folks, right now it's 1258. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break coming up for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. A lot of sound to get through as the, uh, let's face it, between the price of gas and the infighting within the Democrat Party. And people are really fighting back about these mandates. And it's about time. We're going to play some of that sound. Um, you know, and, and even just already what's going on in Chicago right now. You know, certain places are at a boiling, uh, absolute uh, boiling point, break point, if you want. With There's just too much government control regarding the police and what could happen there. And then also uh, there's just some pivotal things that are that are happening. So we're going to touch on that. And a lot more. Again, right now, good afternoon, folks, at 1259. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Another full hour to go. And um, and I think, um, I think we're seeing a, a sea change going on right now in the country. People don't like the direction it's going. People are pushing back. Biden can't he can't just keep blaming President Trump. President Biden can't keep blaming President Trump for all his ills. A lot of these problems, folks, they originate. It's going on within the Biden White House. Uh, They can't just keep blaming President Trump. So on this Tuesday, October 19th, it's the John DePietro show. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another full hour to go. We'll be back on the other side. The power hours next on AM 1380. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.